Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. All right, so uh, we took a week's hiatus from the podcast. <laughs> we're sorry if you missed us. Uh, we're happy to be back. Um, this is uh, myself, Allie Stone, and I'm with uh, my partner, David Irvin, today. And we're just, yeah, we we love podcasting, so we're happy to be back here. We've been doing a lot of talking about self-awareness um, and what that means in leadership. I would also say, and Dave can chime in too, but what that means in life. I think self-awareness is such an important uh, thing. Um, sometimes it's hard to become self-aware. Sometimes it's hard to see around our own corners, but I think there's a lot of power that lies in engaging in self-awareness. And so today uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about drilling a little deeper <laughs> into this and, and looking at ourselves uh, maybe from a bit of a different perspective. And I think, I think Dave, this is something we're constantly responding to with our clients, right? When we're coaching and when we're consulting and um, everybody's kind of trying to find a way to see around their corner so that they can become, you know, more authentic, more open, more caring leaders. So I think that's kind of the goal for, for most of the people that we're working with and us included. <laughs> so um, I think we should just dive in there. So when it comes to self-awareness for you, where does it like, where does that come in for you in your leadership? And how do you bring that to the forefront each day? Well, Ali, as always, it's great to be here with you. Uh, you are the one who actually influenced my real thinking around self-awareness in your work around mindfulness. 
because this is what you do. You teach leaders how to be mindful. You have these courses that you run, that you've run inside of your organization for many years around mindfulness, which I think is incredible. And then you've been working with me around mindfulness and it mindfulness for me, and really what I'm just giving back to you is, is being able to, is, is observe your observations. So you observe yourself and you begin to know which are my thoughts I have these ton of thoughts that are coming through me and which are helpful and which aren't helpful. And sometimes thoughts just aren't helpful. And to be aware, I mean, we've been, we've been doing our next, our next webinar is gonna be on psychological safety again, in terms of understanding the shadow side. Well, in order to do that, you have to be able to observe yourself yeah. and be aware of yourself. And without that, uh, you won't be aware of your impact on other people. And so you, we end up with these blind spots that we're not aware of. So I, I'm gonna offer a little model this afternoon in this podcast. I'm gonna offer this little perspective, this little model to see about observing the narrative that we have in our lives. So on that note, if you can imagine, if you can imagine four words across the top of a page. So you have an experience, and then you have a narrative, and then you have a perception, and then you have an outcome. And I'm going to try to keep this really simple. And I'm going to use the experience of the pandemic, regardless of where you are on that journey, as a, an example, to illustrate what I mean, to know so that we can begin to be aware how is the story that we have about our experience impacting the outcome, impacting the perception and impacting the outcome? So let's take the experience of the pandemic. As a result of the pandemic, we have a story about it. Now, let me give you a variety of, of narratives that have emerged out of the experience of the pandemic. And this is the challenge with social media is that it amplifies the stories. Yeah. So let me share with you, and I'm not saying these stories are right or wrong. I'm simply reporting out some of the stories that I have heard in just in the last week about the pandemic in response to it. So just, I, I'm not, again, I'm not arguing whether these, this is not an argument about whether these stories are right or wrong, but here's, here are some of the narratives that have, that have been coming out of the pandemic. It will take 15 years to recover what we've lost in education with kids. COVID is no more dangerous than the flu. This is the government's way of controlling us. Our political and our public health care leaders have done a terrible job of managing this. Vaccines are not properly tested and are dangerous. The isolation is causing more harm than the virus. And we're all gonna suffer PTCD, which is post-traumatic COVID disorder. Now, these happen to be some narratives. Now, what will be the perception if that is your story? If these are your, if these are your stories, what will be the perception that follow from that? That we're victims? Someone else is to blame? Somebody should fix this? The solution lies outside of ourselves, And the world is a bad place? And let's see what happens. And what the outcome would be from those perceptions is that 
we're cynical, we're critical, we're miserable, we're stuck, and we're hopeless. Now, I'm drawing a, 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 an example here to illustrate this. And so let's be aware of the narrative that we have about the pandemic and be aware of, is, is it true, this narrative that we've created? And what do we base that narrative on? Is it based on a social media posting? What's really true? Now, all I'm suggesting is, what if we change the narrative? And let's play out the movie with a different narrative and see what might happen. So I'm not saying that this is a better narrative or a worse narrative. I'm just saying it's a different narrative. What if we, in, instead of this narrative, what if we came up with the following narrative? This is a horrible situation that has resulted in much loss, grief, and suffering that requires healing through attention to the human spirit. Life's difficulties are a test of inner strength. Circumstances do not determine a person, they reveal a person. There's no need to be ashamed of tears, for tears bears witness to a person that has the, to the person that has the greatest courage, the courage to be with our suffering. And my work is to find meaning and purpose in the midst of all of this, to do my part to help in the healing and the recovery. Now, if that is your narrative, what will be the perception? The perception is that I can do something about this, that there's nothing to fix and no one to blame. Suffering ceases when we embrace it and rise above it with a vision. A solution lies within me. The world is a good place and I can start today, even in small ways to make a difference. And what will be the end outcome of those narratives is that I'll feel empowered, inspired, useful, and I will have sustained hope. And you and I talk about the difference between, between hope that's based on somebody else changing mm -hmm. and sustained hope, which is a firm resolve that we'll get through this. And I know that, that uh, I don't know when and I don't know how, but I really believe that we will get through this and that I know internally I'll be able to deal with it. So it leads to self-confidence through this whole process. So that's all I'm asking you to, to, uh, to look at. You know, if there's light in the soul, there will be, this is a Chinese proverb. If there's light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. And if there's beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. And if there's harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation. And if there's order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. So change begins with you. It begins with me. It starts on the inside, but it starts with being aware of the narrative that we bring to that change process. So what are your thought about, what's your thought about that, Allie? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think that that's interesting, um, like your options <laughs> for narrative, um, because I think a lot of people would probably agree when uh, I say this, but the narrative is especially like just pandemic, okay, COVID, the narrative is changing a lot. So um, for me, some days I'm a little bit fearful and then other days I'm not, or I might be listening to something or reading something that's not putting me in a great headspace. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, that was, you know, silly. And I know that wasn't serving me. So it's, I feel like um, they're not like deeply seated narratives right now. Maybe they are for some people for sure. But um, for me, it's a lot of like, it feels almost like confusion, like blustering around in the wind because <laughs> everybody kind of has an opinion. And so this is where your little Chinese proverb became so powerful 
because it started with if there's light in the soul and the soul is like the deep knowing within us right that's where we <laughs> it's where when we really really stop and listen we know the answer right we know what's best for us and we know we know how we can react authentically and in a way that's going to empower our lives and make our situations better. So I think that that, that was a really important piece you hit in the end. I'm not sure if you were thinking that when you put that in there, but, but it's so important to connect with that in, in this, again, this blustering storm of opinion and you know narrative and everybody's narrative and it's in everybody's face all the time to really just take what resonates with you and make sure you really ask yourself like, is this right for me? Does this settle with me? Well, you bring up a really good point that the narrative changes all the time. And this is a model um, for dealing with the pandemic, but it's also a model for dealing with life in the present moment. So this is about being very present. So you can wake up and your spouse, for example, can look a little angry and you can make up a narrative about that. Yep. You can make up a whole story that will impact the way that you interact with him or her in the moment. And you can say, oh, uh, you know, my spouse doesn't care about me. And uh, you can make this long story and then start to get defensive and, and respond to the narrative based on a story that may or may not be the least bit accurate. And so what we're asking ourselves and our listeners is to start to slow down and to start to really pay attention, what are the narratives that are impacting your life? And where are the source of those narratives? And, and begin to really observe and challenge the way that we're looking at the world. Yeah, I think there's something really interesting too about just the tone of those narratives because uh, whether, I don't, I don't know how I want to say this, but it, it, yeah, anyway, the tone, depending on the narrative that, that you kind of presented is, is either affirming or non-affirming, right? So, you know, just kind of with my <laughs> mindfulness training and MSDR and heart map and all of those things, there's a vibration with that too, that ends up in us and around us and uh, can really perpetuate. And I think that's part of this in and out and the confusion and stuff right now with people, myself <laughs> included. Um, but I think that's an important thing to remember. So if it's vibrating at like a lower frequency or uh, a frequency you don't like, <laughs> you need to question that, right? Before you kind of lean into that narrative and just say, this is the way it is, right? Well, you're an energy person and you've taught me about creating energy and observing energy and using energy in the work of a leader. Yeah. And I think it's really important to just stop and say, how is this narrative? How's the story that I'm having about this certain experience that I'm having impacting my energy right now? And I mean, I drew a, a, a case example here where it was all negative or all positive to teach a point. Rarely is the narrative all negative or all positive. But it, it is an energetic response. Yeah. Uh, stories create energy. Yeah. And a lot of us stay in a lot of negative energy and drama. And we continue to watch the news and be bombarded with social media that may or may not be accurate. Yeah. As a way of 
attempting to keep our energy up. But a lot of it is, well, we, I mean, just, you, you can turn to, for example, um, I remember when our kids used to go and visit their grandma and get a sugar high. Well, <laughs> you know what? That That is an energy. Like you could say, well, they got filled with a sugar and they got high energy. Unfortunately, that kind of energy is not very sustainable mm -hmm. because then they come home really crabby. Yeah. So you go up like that and then you crash. Yeah. And so sometimes when you watch the news and you hear a story on social media and you start the gossip and you start, it feels like energy, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily sustainable energy. And you, you can tell whether you come down from that crash yeah. uh, and just if you begin to just tune in and observe yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. And I think that's just the, the most important thing right now, right? It's like connecting with us. Like uh, your opinion doesn't have to be everybody else's opinion. <laughs> you know, it should be what works for you and what feels authentic for you. And you don't have to push that on other people, but you should have a knowing, you should have a sense that you're on the right path and you're on the track that's, that's appropriate for you and your life and your story. So I think that that's important. And I think when we can kind of get there, we can all start to honor each other's experiences a lot more as well and work to rebuild some beautiful empathy <laughs> in this world as we move forward and out of this. Well, I think that brings up, it begs a question just as we wrap this up, Allie, to make sure that we don't use this as a weapon to walk around and judge other people's stories. Yeah. Um, it's a, the, the whole challenge here is to observe our own story uh, our own response, our own narratives to the experiences in our life, to observe the energy that comes out of that, the consequences that come out of that, and to uh, to just be more conscious of how those narratives are impacting us, and listen to each other's story, mm -hmm. and listen to each other's uh, experiences and narratives in in the spirit of compassion. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think. Yeah, we don't. We, we can we can create a, a story around judging. You know, if you judge somebody's story, and then that creates another story in itself. So this is just a a, a way of just being a little mind more mindful. Yeah, stories can definitely perpetuate on us. <laughs> We're not careful. That was great. I really liked your comparison. I think that's just a really good way to sit down and kind of get the nuts and bolts and then start to understand and take that kind of idea into a practice in like your daily life, right? Well, and let me also say to finish this off, this is the first time I've ever presented that model. So I would love feedback. I would love feedback from our listeners. What fits, what doesn't fit, uh, what resonates with people. Uh, Cause I, I'm, I'm in the process of learning and ordinarily I, you know, have a little bit more of a, a test run before we take it out into the public. But uh, I, I just thought I would reflect on it today and see if it has any meaning for people. I think this is a good space to do it. I think the people that listen to our podcast are authentic and enjoy it. And we get lots of great feedback. So we're totally, totally open to that. So thanks, Dave. That was great. Thanks, Allie. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. 
And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again. Thank you.